The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times bestselling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey, Dr. Bill here. I'm super excited to introduce you to our next Meet the Mentor. Uh, But before I do, why do we do these? Well, every year for the last 13 years, we put on an amazing program called Leap at UCLA. This year, virtual, but still amazing. Typically, we get about 450 students. This year, over 1,000. So going forward, whether there's coronavirus or not, Leap will happen. And whether it's virtual or virtual and live, is yet to be determined. However, it will happen. And we've had amazing speakers, Mark Wahlberg, Anthony Hopkins. This year we'll get Anthony Hopkins and Stella Hopkins, um, Michael Strahan, Usher, Paula Abdul, Kathy Bates, our mayor, Eric Garcetti, uh, Jason Alexander. I mean, on and on and on and on. And these people come for free. Why? Because like me, they believe that our future lies in our kids. And so they wanna spend time with you guys and teach you the things that they learn to be successful in life. And that's all LEAP is about. We teach you know, time management, money management, etiquette. We teach public speaking, networking. I mean, you name it. These are skills that every successful person masters. Um, our speaker today, has had a very, very broad and robust career. And I'll let him kind of share a little bit of all the different things he's done. But the thing that we're really going to focus on today is the release of his new book. So let me give you a little introduction. Curtis Lee Thomas is a corporate mindfulness trainer and number one best-selling author with his book, The World is Yours, The Secret Behind the Secret. The book has been seen in the hands of mega influencers like Oprah Winfrey, Tony Robbins, Steve Forbes, Kanye West. Curtis is also the founder of Breathwork Detox and just released his new book titled How to Thrive in the Age of Anxiety, which I think we're all experiencing right now. His mantra is one that I love. And I told them, you know, one of the things we say at Leap is copy genius. I will copy this and use this on a daily basis. You ready? First, you must learn. Then you should earn. So eventually you can return. It is without further ado that I introduce you to my friend, Curtis Thomas. How are you, Curtis? My man, thank you so much for having me and to be in the pool of those amazing people. It's a, it's an honor. Well, why don't you give us a little background as to all the different things that you've done, just briefly, and then let's really dive into your book. And what I really want to do is talk about not only how you created this book, but you know what the book is about and give our students idea as to how they can get a book out there if, if they want to. 
I know I just asked you like 10 things. Once, <laughs> let's start with, let's just give us a little bit of a history on where you've been career wise. Yeah, I like to call myself a recovering serial entrepreneur. And I say that because I used to think it was cool, you know, as soon as I started this entrepreneur career to do as many things as you can. And, you know, as I got older, I learned that, you know, I can juggle with one ball, I can juggle with two balls, I can even juggle with three balls. But as soon as you put a fourth ball in there, all the balls drop. So I've been really trying to focus just on two or three things in my life and, and you know, double down on those particular things. But I had com companies from confectionery companies, lollipop companies. I had a custom suit company in Mumbai. I had a magazine company in New England. And I had a marketing agency uh, in the state of Rhode Island. And I transitioned into self-publishing. And I had this uh, idea, I had this um, awakening, and I started writing, and I'm nothing special when it comes to being a writer, but I got into my flow state, as Stephen Kotler says, and I started writing, and when it was finished, it was time to publish, and that's when I realized that there was a huge industry in, in the self-publishing realm, and I put out two books, and that's where I'm at right now. Well, I love the fact that you sat down with a relative who wrote a book, and he explained to you, you know, kind of the economics of how he was going to get paid on this book. And then you're like, wait a minute, you're making no money on this book. By the way, most people don't realize that when you write a book, you don't make a lot of money, right? Usually. So you figured out, hey, I'm going to self-publish this book where I'm going to cut out all the middleman and I'm going to actually make money on this book. And you did that with your first book. And your first book, as you said to me, is a whole Meet the Mentor episode. What we're really going to do now is focus on your second book. And there was a life event that happened that I think really triggered your inspiration for this. And maybe you can share that with our listeners. Yeah, there was a, a couple things. And the last book that I wrote was... Uh, it's called How to Thrive in the Age of Anxiety. And I remember five years ago, I read an article by the World Health Organization that stated by the year 2020, anxiety and depression would be the number one disabilities worldwide. And we're here grounded in 2020. And unfortunately, that prophecy has fully manifested. And this was pre-COVID. So now at all the COVID and the elections, I mean, people are really struggling and more than I can even imagine with anxiety. So I wrote this book so they can not just get through it. I use certain breathing techniques, but to also thrive because I had personal conditions within myself, uh, panic attacks. This was back in, you know, almost 10 years ago. And just to paint the picture for people, you know, I've been this serial entrepreneur and while I was going through, you know, all these businesses, I was having severe panic attacks where I lost my brother the same year, my house burnt down, and I lost the first job that I actually worked for somebody. And I started having these panic attacks that were so bad, I had to uh, have a bell by my bedside. And because when I was having a panic attack, my throat would close up and I couldn't scream to my mother since I was living in a basement since my house burned down, who was upstairs. So I can ring the bell, she can come downstairs and comfort me. Now this is a grown man and uh, I had to suffer through that. And it was actually the doctor who was prescribing me the medication that I was taking, which was Ativan, which is one milligram and I was tripling the dose. And she told me, she said, listen, you're on a dark path. 
if you keep going this route. And she taught me this breathing exercise called the straw breathing. And that one exercise, two o'clock in the morning in the middle of a panic attack, I heard her voice and instead of taking the pills, I did this breathing exercise and it eradicated my panic attacks. Now I still had anxiety and anxiety is something and stress is something that we all have. We just need to learn how to manage it because that stuff, when it goes unchecked, when stress goes unchecked, it grows into a bigger monster, which is anxiety. When that goes unchecked, it goes into a bigger monster, which is uh, panic attacks or, you know, depression. And I say, kill the monsters while they're small. You know, don't let them accumulate. Don't yeah. let them build up, you know? <laughs> what 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 is the straw technique? You breathe through a straw? It's so simple. It's... You, Tell you, me. Yeah, you, you, so you look like, you look something like this. You pucker your lips like you're about to kiss or you're looking like a fish and you're breathing in through your mouth and out through your mouth. But the trick is you have to hold your lips like this and you can't push it out and force it out. You don't want to slow it. You don't want to speed it up. You breathe normal and it looks just like this. Looks stupid, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And by putting your mouth like that, it restricts the perfect amount of airflow and it just triggers the brain. Another way to get out of a panic attack, if someone's having a panic attack, they can carry around a lemon. And if you have a lemon, if you feel a panic attack beginning to come, to come on, you bite the lemon right into it and those juices just squirt into all your senses and it gets you out of your head because that's where the panic attack is. That's where they come from. It's a fear of the future. And if you're, if you live in your head, you're dead. You don't want to hang around here. This is a bad neighborhood. <laughs> well, you know, there's a few things I want to say. First of all, as a dentist, if you ever do bite into a lemon, immediately brush your teeth because lemons are very acidic and it will eat the enamel off of your teeth. Well, hopefully you're not doing it that often, but <laughs> that's an important thing. Um, secondly, I, you know, we started talking about this whole anxiety thing. I, I got to admit, I, I, I was in shock. About a, a month ago, I, I have a mastermind group of young students from LEAP, and they're all uh, 17 to 23, and there's nine of them. And one of them was talking about an anxiety attack that she was having. And then another one said, I have an anxiety attack every day. And then I talked. Out of the nine, five of them suffer from anxiety attacks. So I'm definitely going to get nine copies of your book and send it to these students and, you know, get some feedback. But it's a real it's a real issue right now. And I think you're right. I mean, with the you know, with COVID, with the elections, I mean, even kids that are going to school right now, it's like, you know, I, I talked to one of my LEAP students and she's like, Doc. Do you know how hard it is to wear a mask all day long and talk to people? Well, I've been wearing a mask my whole life as a dentist, but I don't talk, <laughs> you know, I'm drilling. Yeah, I can imagine that is really tough, you know? So let's back up for a second because we get it. Anxiety is a real thing. And, you know, this sounds like a great solution for them. Let's get into the self-publishing thing. Because I know there are a lot of students have come up to me over the years and say, hey, Dr. Bill, I have this great idea for a book. 
Like, what do I do? So maybe you can take us through the steps that you, you know, followed in order to become a self-publisher and give students an idea as to, you know, how they could do the same. Well, I think it's killing a lot of the myths that are out there and the fact that you need a publisher. Because like you said, when I went to my uncle and pretty much drilled him at the Christmas table and found out he was got a small advance and only 35 cents per book. And I realized I was like, oh, well, they must have gave you X amount in marketing dollars. And he's like, no, they didn't give me nothing. And the book uh, signing he did that week, he had to pay for his plane ticket, pay for his hotel, all that stuff. So. I couldn't justify in my mind, you know, how to give up 90% of your book when there's so many tools and resources out there to self-publish. So that's when I decided to do it myself. So you don't need a big publishing company. And the only reason, there's only one reason you'd want um, a publishing company in, in today's day. And that is if you wanted to get your book into Hudson or the airport or, you know, Barnes and Noble, or is it, um, is that the right one, Barnes & Noble? <laughs> is that, and only the big authors are getting those spaces. It's very limited. So even if you got a, a publishing deal, they're saving those for the big authors. So you really don't need them with Amazon and all the self-publishing tools that are out there. And what I did was instead of, you know, taking 90% of someone's book, I just created a program with all the secrets, all the secret sauce in there of how to do it yourself. And I give them 100% of their copyrights, 100% of their publishing, they keep everything. And it's more so just coaching because I want to give the secrets out as we talked about before. Learn, earn, you know, return. So- But how do you actually start a publishing company? Like, like what are the steps to doing that? Do you need to get a license? Are you an LLC? I mean, what are the steps that a student would need to take to become a publishing company? Well, if someone wants to start a publishing company, I'd say the first thing you should do is publish your own book first. So what are the steps? First of all, you get your ideas on paper. You just write them out. You write, you don't worry about editing. That is the absolute last thing you should worry about because everyone's like, you know, I don't know how to write or, you know, I don't know how to um, spell. That is, that is the least of your worries. Get it all on paper. There is editors for that. And then once you have your book published, then you just get it formatted into to go into uh, Amazon and, and Nook and these other platforms, iTunes, and you can literally just upload it. And then now you can run ads on Amazon. You just don't need a publisher for, for anything. And you can go on Fiverr and get a really good book cover design for like 50 bucks. So these are the shortcuts where you just you just don't need to rely on anybody and if you're really good all right wait let's break it down super simple you write the book okay the book's amazing all right now you have a book all right it's all ready to go give me the steps next thing what you get a cover go on fiverr get a, make a cover right well, well here's some of the tricks that i that i tell my students is that you do the cover first so people do judge a book by its cover and you, you, you do the cover first. And the reason why you do that is so you can start marketing it before you even book comes out. So I'd show people how to fund their own book project because the majority of the cost that you're going to spend is going to be on editing. So what I tell people is say, when you get your book cover, go out there and sell ads for the back of your book. Now you didn't hear about this, you know, a few years ago, 
But when you go out there and you sell an ad in the back of the book, you can have, you know, four to six spots and you can charge $2,000. Now, some might think, wait, that's kind of cheesy. You want me to sell an ad in the back of my book? Yes. And you know what? Go and get Tony Robbins' previous book, right? And look at the back of Tony Robbins' book. And when you look at the back of the book, you're going to see that he sold advertisement in the back of the book and already made his money just from the ads. So you don't need money to self-publish and you sell those ads and you go to your family, your friends, whoever it may be. And most people, when they see that you wrote a book, because 84% of the people in the United States wish that they wrote a book, that they aspired to be authorship. So when you go to people, it's fairly easy to sell those ads and then boom, you just covered your, your entire expenses and you do that with a nice cover and you show them and you can make it look like the book's already published and you say, you know, in three months, I'm going to have be a published author. Do you want to, you know, advertise? That's, that's a hack. Now. Okay. Okay. So back up. So you've got the book either written or you're writing it. You now create a front and back cover. You now reach out, sell ads on the back. I love this. Okay. Now you got, let's say you got 8,000 bucks. You sold four ads for $2,000. Now what? So you have the money. It's edited. It's ready to go. And your editor is also going to format it to be uploaded to those. Now, the good thing about self-publishing, and I did both of them. I had my own uh, uh, printing company and my own warehouse. And that's not really the way to do it because Amazon made it so simple where before you'd have to do at least a $10,000 run if you wanted to get a good deal on your books. And then now where are you going to store those books? Then you have to have to have your own fulfillment. Now, Amazon does print on demand. So as soon as you upload your book, anyone in the world can order your book on Amazon and Amazon prints one copy every order and then ships it out and they get it in two days. So that's amazing. So how do you find out about that? Like, where do you go on Amazon to register that download that and set that whole thing up? Yeah, so it's called KDP. So KDP is a subsidiary of Amazon that handles all the all the books. So it's the Kindle and then Audible is kind of its own thing, but they're linked together. And it's just so simple. You just go on KDP and you, you upload. And then within a, um, a short period, your book's up there and it's live. Now, the audio books, they are taking a much longer time because they're going through them and they're making sure that there's nothing wrong with them. And they take a little bit longer to upload. But I mean, rather quickly, within you know, a week's time, you're, you're up there and, and you're a so author. In, a, in addition, by the way, I love this. I'm going to ask you to actually write this all out. And what we'll do when we post this on YouTube and we post this on the Leap website, we're going to have this as an attachment too. So in addition to Amazon, where are other places where you can actually just submit a book to sell like that, that you know of? Yeah, I mean, you can go on iTunes. Uh, you can go on Nook, which is um, the Barnes & Noble but Amazon's where it's at. That's where the majority of the book sales are taking place. That's where everyone's going to get their books. So you can just go on Amazon and have a successful book career. And you can also, you know, take it a little bit further and decide to give away your book for free, which when I was first told this, I thought it was crazy. I'm like, why? Well, I'm going to lose money. 
but then you can create online courses, which pretty much you just take your book and you digitalize it. So you already have your outline, you already have your script, you just put the camera on, you know, and you put your flavor into your book and, and you speak it. It's like a video for your Audible. And then now you can charge anywhere from 97 to 997 for a course. And by doing that, you know, you give away your book for free. Instead of making $9 profit, you can make $37 profit by giving it away. So those are other things, you know, I discuss with people once the book's published on how to make money. Because like you said, well, I can sound like a, a bit like a hypocrite because when I first got into this, I was told you can't make money. You can't make money writing a book. However, if you look at album sales, a lot of kids in my generation and millennials, um, they aspire to be, you know, a rapper, or a musician or a singer. Not too many aspire to be an author. But if you look at the highest grossing albums of all time, Thriller. Right. Michael Jackson, I think ACDC, Michael Jackson was 47. ACDC was uh, 27 million. Now go to books. You're looking at, you know, Harry Potter, 120 million copies. You know, you're looking at The Hobbits, 150 million copies. That tripled what music has done. So there is money in it. It's just like, you know, the lottery. You got to produce a really good book and, and just like anything else. But there's other ways to be. Uh, become make money from being an author and I love the quote with dr. John Gray says and he's the author of men are from Mars women are from Venus and he said I I much rather be a published author than to have a PhD and the reason I mean is because in this day and age you can get on any podcast any show just from being a published author so it is like a, it's like your golden ticket you know, to get on these platforms and show people who you are so you can make money other ways. So that's why I always tell people, don't expect to make money. You can, but there's other avenues to make money to use the leverage of, of having a book. So if students want to work with you to help go through this process, how would they best contact you? Um, CurtisLeeThomas.com. That's my website. You can send a message directly on there. I also, on my Instagram, I'm pretty active, which is Man from the Stars. You can send me a direct message there. And uh, if they're truly interested, you know, I'm willing to work with them so they can reach out to me. That's awesome. You know, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. Um, I have a very interesting publishing story as well. Um, when I was on ABC's Extreme Makeover, I wrote a book called Billion Dollar Smile. And, you know, at the time I was approached by Jan Miller, who works with a lot of celebrities, Dr. Phil, and that she, her, her niche is really self-help books. And I said right off the bat, I, I don't want to write a book. I want to write a New York Times bestseller. And they all thought I was cocky. I'm like, no, I'm not cocky. Here's the deal. If I write a New York Times bestseller, I get to do Oprah and Ellen and Rosie and the Tonight, like all these shows. If I write a book, I just write a book. I am the only dentist ever on the New York Times bestseller list. I'm the only book on the New York Times bestseller list about teeth. And I'll tell you how it happened. At the time, and things are different now, but when I wrote Billion Dollar Smile, in order to become a New York Times bestseller, you needed to sell 20,000 books in the first two weeks, right? At full price. 
I found a guy named Michael Drew who had a company called Promoter Book. And I met with Michael and he told me, you know, that we needed to sell 20,000 books. I'm like, okay, hold on. We ship Zoom and tooth whitening products to 100,000 dentists every month. We rate those dentists A, B, C, D, and F. Our A and B dentists were 20,000 dentists. I said, what happens if I buy the book for them as a gift, thank them for being a loyal customer for so many years, and give them the opportunity to purchase more books at a discount? Because the first 20,000 have to be at, at full price, right? I said, can we do that? He said, well, I don't see why not. So we did. So I bought 20,000 books. I sent it to 20,000 of our best customers with a thank you note enclosed. That was all printed and everything. The book was $19.95. They could buy additional copies for $9.95, which they did. And in a two week period, we sold 20,000 books and we raised $300,000 for Leap. And Dr. Bill became a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> yeah, you rock that, man. <laughs> now you can't do that anymore. You're, no, they don't let you do that. But no. all I'm saying is there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. And I love what you've done. I love your book. I love the concept behind it. And I love the fact that students can reach out to you and really work with you if they have the same idea. And I would love to invite you to come to Leap this year. It will be, as I said, July 18th to the 24th at UCLA. Uh, I know you're local, so we can get you in. And uh, barring no coronavirus, we will be a live in-person program. And I would love to have you there. And I want to leave with your mantra again, because I love this. First, you must learn. Then you should earn. So eventually, you can Return. <laughs> Return and big time. Curtis, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and again, if students want to reach out to you, they can reach you at CurtisLeeThomas.com, which is Curtis with a K, or Man from the Stars on Instagram. Awesome. All right. Dr. Bill, over and out. Thank you. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash leapfoundation or on Instagram at leapfoundation. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.